0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Studio de Heffrey. I, of course, am Jeff Kavanaugh. Hi. Kavanaugh! Thank you to everybody who checks out the things that are done on here. I asked the world, the internet, for any cowboy questions they may have today because I didn't really have a plan. But I was like, you know what's going well right now? Cranking out content. You can also hear me, of course, on the radio, 97.1 The Freak in DFW, 2 to 6 p.m., if you like. And if you're outside the listening area, you don't live in Dallas-Fort Worth, that's cool. iHeartRadio Radio app, look up the speakeasy, 97.1 The Freak. And uh, 4 o'clock every day is the best damn sports segment, period. 2.30 is the sports desk. So there is sports in there, but we also have a lot of, front, uh, a lot of fun. We're not all sports. We're funny, fun, fun. Do what we won't want. Uh, but okay, yeah, we do have some cowboy stuff that I do want to get to because I like to do it. And I'd like to shout out my friends at Bet Online for presenting the presentation. Presenting the presentation. Promo code is believe B-L-E-A-V. Uh, you use that either on the website or on your smartphone. Are they still called smartphones? Anyway, B L E A V is a promo code for a 50% sign up bonus on your first deposit. And you can bet on the Cowboys laying like 12 or 12 and a half because who cares? Arizona's awful. The Cowboys are going to smoke them. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we all might as well get rich. I don't know if I'd actually advise laying 12 and a half. That's a number for a backdoor cover. That's what that is. I like to throw out gambling terms like backdoor cover. Ah, we're beating them by 19, but you know, they're 18. Oh, backdoor cover. Prevent defense. Just ending the game. Anyway, on to Cowboys stuff. Let me go to the questions that I have on the tweet I'm way too Cowboys positive right now at the moment. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I already responded to some on the Twitter. I'm sorry, on X. Make sure you follow me on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and threads and all the other places. Because I'll tell you one thing is even if it's like a dollar, I'm not going to pay for Twitter. Because on social media, we are the product and I don't pay to be the product. So, like, I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm just, just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. Like, I'm sorry that you purchased something because you shot off your mouth about being so smart and then got trapped into having to buy something and then ruined it. And then now you just want us all to pay because you're losing your ass. That's not my problem. It's not my fault. But I do like hanging out on the tweeter. Anyway, cowboy questions. How long is Tyler Smith out? Is the team making sure he's 100% before coming back with an easier matchup this week? Maybe we see him week four. I believe you're going to see him week three. I believe you're going to see Tyler Smith this week which is pretty cool for an offense that is absolutely cruising already. To get the offensive line in full will be a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Prepare yourself. You're going to see Tyler Smith this week, unless something goes terribly wrong in practice this week. This is from Sparky, the Rangers fan. Should we start to worry about the red zone offense or can they fix it? I like that Sparky, the Rangers fan, is... Asking a Cowboy question, probably because the Rangers' bullpen sucks. Don't ever let Will Smith pitch in a game again. Ever. Bring up Jack Leiter. I don't care. Anybody. Anybody. Stop putting in dudes that have failed over and over again. Anyway, the red zone offense. No, I'm actually not worried about the red zone offense at all. So here's what's happening with the red zone offense. In week one, they were great. Uh, In week two, what was week one? Three of four. Week one was great. Week two, you played a different opponent. And this is just when the head coach is calling plays. What happens is you no longer lean completely on what is the play we make to, in theory, maximize our points. Mike McCarthy instead is calling plays for how are we going to win this game? And the answer against Zach Wilson's Jets is on fourth and two we kick a field goal to go up two scores because he ain't going to catch up. And then the next drive down, guess what? Fourth and goal from the two or three, we kick a field goal to go back up two scores because he ain't going to catch up. Uh, I think they're fine. Dak missed a throw to Ferguson. That's one play. Um, Your offensive line isn't doing a great job of run blocking at the moment. Tyler Smith can help that. They have their moments. They also have their down moments. And part of that is because you don't have a complete offensive line at the moment. Red zone offense is going to be fine. Everything about the offense is fine. There is no problem with the offense. Now, if you want to ask about individual players, as I did have happen on the Twitter, um, let's see. We'll go with Sergio's question. How much do you think not having a bigger back in goal line situations hurts this team? Zero. Like, I think Rico Dowdle. Runs with really good power. Tony Pollard runs with good power and is evasive. Deuce Vaughn is evasive and low to the ground. I don't think you have a running back problem at the goal line. Just like a year ago, if you go to third and fourth down with two yards or less to go and you say, which running back had the best success rate in those situations, the answer was Tony Pollard, not the guy you're thinking. The answer is Tony Pollard. So don't be fooled into thinking you have to be a big guy. To be able to convert short, what you have to be is a good runner. And they have good runners. They're better at running back this year than they were last year. I love what I've seen from Rico Dowdle so far. He looks good. I love what I've seen from Deuce Vaughn, other than one little stumble bobble that cost you a first down. Um, they got a great group of running backs. I love it. I love it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the red zone stuff. Don't worry about it. Now, if we get to week six, and they're struggling to punch it in? Well, part of that might be because, much like the play where they would lost a yard, it's because they put all 11 of their offensive players in the box and then brought in all 11 defensive players, and that's always stupid because one of your guys is carrying the ball and one of your guys is the quarterback, which means you have nine blockers against 11 defenders, and that's just dumb football. You should never call that. You should never line up like that. Uh, But I wouldn't worry about that. That was one play. Dak missing a throw was one play. And two of them were just conservative decisions where you might have scored two touchdowns. The odds are, on each individual play, you were going to score when you need two yards or you were going to get a first down when you need two yards. They opted not to because that does come with an element of risk that they didn't welcome because they'd rather be up two scores against Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson isn't good at football. Hey, what else did I have? Will Gallup ever be impactful again? I don't want to answer that one because I was having such a great time. i want a good run of being positive because I think the answer is no. Gallup's a starting NFL receiver. But I think, and I predicted this before the season, I think as we go through here, CeeDee Lamb will be the number one. Brandon Cooks will be the number two. You'll have multiple tight ends getting used. Scooney might get a little more work. Ferguson, obviously, is going to be in there. Uh, And I think Jalen Tolbert is going to take some Michael Gallup snaps. And I love Michael Gallup. This doesn't matter because we're talking about sports. You shouldn't have to couch things. But Michael Gallup is one of my favorite dudes on the Cowboys. Uh, But I think that his skill set is that he's all right. He's not a great stop and go change of direction dude, which makes it hard to be a great route runner. Like he's a slant and stop running tough dude that'll make a contested catch and will fight but I think his days of being an impactful top two receiver on a team are certainly done, and I hate it because I love Michael Gallup. But no, you're going to be counting on CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Jake Ferguson, Tony Pollard, your assortment of other running backs that can make some plays in the passing game. And I think Gallup will run some slants, and hopefully will catch a couple of deep balls and make a difference in that way. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's where I think we are with Gallup, which some of us pointed out before the year, uh, that's why it's so clear how much the Cowboys value and are not worried, but are hyper-focused on this season right now because normally Michael Gallup's contract is not one that they would have used for a restructure to move money back and make it harder to uh, get away from his contract later as a guy who makes a bunch of money. Normally, that's not the sort of contract that they move around. They move around the ones of guys that they think are going to be here long term. Tank and Zach and Tyron and Dak. The Gallup one actually caught me a little bit off guard because I was like, I think there's a decent chance after this year you'd like to get away from him. And this makes it to where you have to eat more money if you do that. Not that you can't do it, uh, but I was a little bit surprised they did it. And I thought it said a lot that this is as all in as the Cowboys go is what this season is about. And so far, so good. Let me see. 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 Do you think this Texas coast offense is better suited for playoff football than last season's offense? Uh, So far, this offense is better suited for everything on planet Earth. Um, what will be better suited for playoff football will be that you will have more guys that have a chance to make plays on offense. Last year, you lost to the 49ers because you scored 12 points. And part of that, sure, put it on the quarterback. That's fine. They didn't protect well. They had one wide receiver that had a chance to get open and they had one other offensive weapon and his legs snapped in half in the first half. So they were down to one dude. It was CeeDee Lamb. That's it. In a world where you have Pollard, the running backs behind him have more juice. You have more varied ways of doing things where you're going to toy around with a fullback and multiple tight ends and Brandon Cooks to stretch the field. I don't think the big difference is going to be the Texas Coast offense. I think the big difference is going to be the number of guys you have that can make plays. Because here is my prediction for week five when they play the 49ers. Not stopping the run or whatever people wanted to complain about when they lost to the 49ers. That is not what cost you a playoff game. Sure, Christian McCaffrey had one big run that you're like, oh man, I wish he didn't make that big run. They scored 19. If they scored 19... They will not beat the Cowboys in week five. That won't work. 19 ain't going to get it. And it'll probably be harder to get to 19 than it was a year ago. But I do like an offense where the emphasis is on how quickly can we create some sort of separation? How quickly can we get through our reads? How quickly can we get the ball out and not give you an opportunity to get to our quarterback? That's good. We like that. How many more seasons before we start talking about Micah being the best Cowboys defensive player ever? Those are confusing arguments because Micah's already the best Cowboys defensive player ever. Well, Deon, Um It's just how do you debate that? Like, are you just going to wait until he has done it for a longer period of time and has accumulated the numbers where you can say, oh, look, he has more sacks than DeMarcus Ware. If that's the way you do it, that's fine. I'm more of a who is the best I've ever seen out there the player, not the accomplishments or the length of time he did it. Micah Parsons is the best pass rusher that's ever stepped foot on the field for the Cowboys. I had to go check on Dion while he was here. Uh, My God, what a stud. The greatest athlete of all time. Right? To be clearly the best to ever play your position, clearly in one sport, and to play at a starting caliber and pretty good starter batted 300 once in major league baseball that's the best athlete ever unless we're going to go like what was her name babe dedrickson or but what am i even talking about right now what has surprised you the most about this team after two games all of it because unlike some I'm not going to be totally dismissive of what they've done and who they've done it against. I think it's crazy to be like, Oh, the giants. Well, they suck. I do agree that they weren't like a good football team last year, but they did make the playoffs and win a playoff game. So, like, they're not bad. They're just not good. If you beat a team by 40, you kicked ass that day. And then the jets, if you beat a team by 20, you kicked ass that day. Vegas will tell you how well you played. The Cowboys-Giants was supposed to be a three-point game. It was a 40-point game. The Jets game was supposed to be, what, a 10 or 9.5 or whatever point game? And it was a 20-point game. Boy, that is beating ass. Um, what has surprised me? It's, I guess it surprised me how well they've gotten along down an offensive lineman. I thought that was a thing that could potentially really, really, really hurt them, but they've done such a good job of getting the ball out. They've been able to survive that. So I guess it would be that. Is it surprising that Stefan Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs and Daron bland and their entire group of safeties plays well? No. Is it surprising that tank Lawrence and Micah Parsons and uh, maybe Osa has surprised me. seems like he's taking a little bit of a step. Chauncey Golston seems like he's taking a little bit of a step. They're in the, stratosphere of Parsons where he just pulls everybody in and makes everybody better. But those two guys, I guess have surprised me a little bit bell Marquise bell. What he's doing playing linebacker when four weeks ago, he was a safety. That's been surprising and awesome. He's playing great. That's today's football, which San Francisco is going to come right at you. And it's going to make it interesting. But today's football is the Cowboys. When you run three tight ends, they run nickel. (laughs) They still play five DBs. (laughs) Run it if you want to. We don't care. I bet you won't call 10 of them in a row. It's fun. Anyway, I just want to pop on and say hi to everybody. Do a little Cowboys content. Thanks for hanging out. Listen to the speakeasy on 97.1 The Freak. I dare you. Um, And remember that you have no idea what anyone's going through. Be cool to everyone. I love you. Be easy.